You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, at the end of the day, football is football. All Patriots, all, all the time. Ooh, that's spicy. All Patriots, all, all the time. Welcome to, 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 to First and Foxborough. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyrie Thompson, and this is First in Foxborough, coming back to you from Gillette Stadium for day two of padded practices. And for the second straight day, I was not here on Monday, but it sounds like, I mean, this would make it two straight days of the defense kind of dominating things a little bit down here. Before we get into the breakdown, download, subscribe, listen on the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. And follow me at Thompson 5 follow the show account, at first in Foxborough, F-O-X-B-O-R-O on Twitter. So we heard all about this, about the defense not being as strong as you would expect. And I'm definitely one of the people that was of that opinion on paper. And look, this is day two of padded practices and, and they haven't played anybody besides the New England Patriots. That said, the appearance definitely seems to be of, of a defense that's playing with some swagger right now. They're playing hard, they're playing fast. And they've got a couple of players on that on that unit that nobody could block today. Christian Barmore was just absolutely filthy in in one on ones. Uh, he had one rep that I saw where Michael Onwenu did get the better of him, but then on another one he had he had Onwenu, who is the starting right guard of the Patriots, a very solid player just on, on the turf, just, just bowls him over. And then there was one rep in particular where he was going up against the second string offensive line. I mean, that's just not fair. Right, putting Christian Barmore against second stringers, like he's tough enough to deal with for the for the ones, and then he just absolutely overwhelms two guys and, and throws a poor backup tackle and just just turns him into a chalk outline. And then the very next play, he stacks a guy with one arm with his with his right arm as uh, the offense is running an outside zone to the left. Stacks a guy with one arm and then grabs Ty Montgomery with his other arm and just eats him up. I mean, just unblockable and and that's the kind of stuff of nightmares when when you're looking at Christian Barmore both in terms of his pass rush ability and if he can make plays like that against the run that is that is absolutely what you hope another guy that I saw flashing today 
Josh Uche. So he he's made plays here and there, uh, you know, coming off the edge in, in team drills and such. But in one-on-ones, neither Isaiah Wynn nor Trent Brown could stop this guy. I saw him beat Isaiah Wynn twice and then just froze Trent Brown with this nasty inside spin move. So, I mean, Brown's obviously trying to set up for the speed rush and just a great counter by Uche spins, you know, just cuts back inside. And then his spin move actually had wind so off balanced at one point that he just fell to the turf. I mean, it's, if he, if he can do that kind of thing more regularly against starting caliber offensive linemen, this could be a big jump for this team. And, and I'll also say uh, I noticed a good rush or two from Ronnie Perkins. Though so he's winning against, you know, backup offensive lineman. And I saw a little bit of Anthony Jennings in team drills setting the edge and, and making some plays. So, I mean, there's still a lot of questions to be answered on the other side of Matthew Judon as far as who's going to step up as as the opposite edge. You know, are they going to have to sign somebody like a Trey Flower? Should they do that anyway, right? But from what they've been doing so far, I mean, you, you would you would hope that this production, you know, this kind of play and energy is going to carry over to when the Patriots play other teams. The offense on the other side, as I kind of hinted, it's a little bit more of a work in progress, and Mac Jones talked about it after practice. You could see at points out of the huddle, you had Tyquan Thornton, Hunter Henry at, at points lining up on the wrong side, riding, you know, going in the wrong position and then having to you know, go back across the formation. And then it just looked like there were times when the play was just aborted, like something something happened where a guy just came in unblocked or they weren't where Mac Jones was expecting them to be. I know I saw in, in team drills at one point, this is with the backups again, where Bailey Zappi throws it deep and Christian Wilkerson just isn't there. I mean, he, he, he looked like he was running a, a hitch or some kind of, of shorter route where he broke it off and the ball's just sailing, you know, 15 yards past him. So there, there are little issues that need to be cleaned up. And I think it's really affecting how this offense looks right now. The running game is, is getting bottled up by that defensive line, which again, you expected that to even out a bit more now that things are now that you're in pads there were still you know, a couple of good plays where i saw damian harris get the edge on an outside zone thanks to a good block from cole strange who i will also note had a better day in one-on-ones he stopped up lawrence guy twice from what i could see and, and just generally you know looked to be holding his ground a little bit better but still uh, you know and then even in the passing game it looked like things were a little bit tougher from that standpoint And one area that I noticed that especially was in play action, where they were doing some of those deeper drops, whether it was off of an outside zone, boot play actions, or some deeper drops off of like an inside handoff, where Mac Jones just looked like he had no time to get anything done. They just didn't block it up very well. And so I I saw probably three plays during team drills where they tried to run play action and it just got immediately blown up where Mac Jones either has to run or step up and there's absolutely nowhere to go. I know Mac Wilson was blitzing on one and Jones had to step up. He didn't even try to throw or go anywhere. He would have gotten just swallowed up. And then on another one, he steps up and, and scrambles, but somebody didn't get blocked and Jones just had to turf it at the running back's feet. So it was looking pretty disjointed whether they were running or passing. Like you can see the theory behind what they're trying to do to marry some of their outside run concepts and, and then you know fitting it in off of play action, but the execution's just not quite there right now. Not saying it won't get there, but right now it's a work in progress. But on that note, I noticed that the Patriots are really loving their two tight end looks today, both in seven on sevens 
and in, in team segments. And I felt like that's a positive sign because Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith on the field together, they are, they're, they're big, they, they can catch the football and, you know, they're, they're athletic enough to get open consistently. And I feel like what you saw today was a little bit of the offense using that two tight end package to exploit mismatches on at one point you had Miles Bryant get stuck on Jonu Smith and Mac Jones immediately recognize it and hit Jonu Smith in the flat for a completion against the much smaller Miles Bryant. That's exactly the kind of stuff that you were hoping to see last year with this offense. Use those tight ends to find the matchups that are most favorable and then exploit them. It's not that the receivers are, are bad or, or they're not producing, um, especially in one-on-ones. In you can see the individual talent is there. These guys are getting open and they're making some catches. Like for example, I think Nelson Aguilar had a very nice day today. He had one big 40-yard bomb that he caught for a touchdown at one point. And then he, he also had a nice touchdown grab in the red zone in team drills where Mac Jones fit it in past. I, I have no idea how Jones snuck that ball in along the back line of the end zone, but he threw it probably through two sets of defenders' hands. And Aguilar made a very nice concentration grab not to lose track of the ball and, and let it glance off his fingers and hauled it in on the back line. Just a really, really nice hookup right there. He also had a sick one-handed grab where he made an adjustment uh, during one-on-ones against Joan Williams, where the, the ball was probably a little bit underthrown, I would say, but he came back to it and did a good job of drifting with it and drifting and getting position on Joan Williams, and then just reaches up, snares it with one hand, and, and beats Williams as he falls to the ground. So just a very nice play right there. Good day overall for Aguilar. I would say the play of the day, though, was Tyquan Thornton once again in, in downfield drills. So he's running a, a corner route on this one with very tight coverage from Jalen Mills. I mean, there is no room for error on this throw from Mac Jones. And Thornton just Willie Mays style, like, like the old school Willie Mays at the polo grounds back in the day, just tracks it over his shoulder and nestles it right into the basket. I mean, I would say that obviously the throw was solid, but I would say Tyquan Thornton really made that play by tracking it completely over his shoulder. It was on a line, too. It wasn't necessarily a very, you know, high-arcing throw. So it was a very, very tough play, and he made it look easy. It was so good, even Jalen Mills had to clap after seeing that one. He gave, he gave him a little golf clap after that. It was a nice play. Trey Nixon, also, we, kind of wondering how what he's going to do in pads. And, and uh, you know, I think that there have been points where he was a little bit more quiet than you'd like him to be. But he had a couple of red zone touchdowns today. So a very good showing from him as he tries to lock in one of those last places on the offense in the receiver room. Another guy that I noticed on offense, Ty Montgomery. I think this guy is going to get some actual carries for this offense. I mean, he I've, I've talked about him as being the you know looking like he's going to be the third down back like the James White role he's got a little bit more juice than I feel like I remembered watching him from earlier in his career obviously he's had you know a big game or two you know big run big catch but I think that he, he was gaining the corner really well and you know making some nice little cutbacks and showing some vision where you thought the defense had him bottled up and he would just hit a short-term acceleration and get out there and pick up some yards so I I think I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Ty Montgomery 
he was coming into this as perhaps being like, a, okay, we'll see how he does. Uh, and he might be battling it out with somebody for that final roster spot, you know, in the receiver room or the running back room. Oh, no, no. Ty Montgomery is going to make this team unless he just dramatically falls off. But even at this point, I feel like he's done enough to probably earn himself a spot. On the other side of the ball, someone I noticed starting to pop a little bit was Mac Wilson. This guy's got speed. He's got great understanding. I mean, he's, he's uh, you know been in the league for a couple of years now, and you could just see him showing up and filling holes really well. Like at one point on, on the red zone, it looked like J.J. Taylor was going to have a, a cutback from a couple of yards out on his own play and sneak in for a touchdown. Wilson just comes out of nowhere and pops him and drills him to the ground at like the two-yard line. I think he was in there on a couple of stops as well, along with Raekwon McMillan, who I'll note was you know kind of looking in with the you know what you would call the number one defense I he had a stop or two as well so I think that you know Bill Belichick kind of mentioned in a recent interview with Sirius XM that he believes that the linebacker depth on this team is pretty good which is not what you would think based on all the concerns that we've discussed about the linebacker room not being fast enough or not having that star talent. But I think you're seeing some of these veteran guys start to pop a little bit, and it, it makes you wonder. And also, uh, Jelani Tavai was somebody that Belichick shouted out specifically and whom I've seen making some plays in coverage of late. So perhaps he's right. Maybe the way that these linebackers are playing, maybe, again, like so many other position groups on this team, they could end up being a little bit better than the sum of their parts. One other housekeeping note I want to mention before I duck out of here, Marcus Jones got some of the first reps at punt return today. He was back there with a couple of different folks. So it was, uh, you know, Jabril Peppers was back there. Miles Bryant, who you know, recently just came off the pup list. He's, he's been getting a couple of looks at punt return to see what he can do. But I think Marcus Jones might have looked the most explosive out of all of those guys. I mean, he, he really gets it up to speed very quickly. I saw him at one point just outrun a pursuit angle where, I mean, again, they're, they're having guys run down the field to simulate punt coverage. I think like when you, when you just see him outrun some of these guys on special teams, you think to yourself, man, that guy could be a weapon. And I also noticed that Tyquan Thornton and Cameron McGrone were – Instead of going with their teams immediately for position groups, like going with the linebackers or the wide receivers, they started out practice with the special teams, with the punt coverage group. And I saw Tyquan Thornton work as a blocker on punt return, as well as a gunner, which we've seen him do quite a bit. So I think you're, you're really starting to see how some of these rookies are making their presence felt in special teams and, and how they are going to get themselves on the football field come this fall and this summer. That's all I got for today. For First and Foxborough, thanks for joining me. Remember, download, subscribe, listen on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. I will see you tomorrow for day three of padded practice down here in Foxborough.